Today, the Feast of St. James, Apostle. Let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached him with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit, one at your right and the other at your left, in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the cup that I am going to drink? They said to him, We can. He replied, My cup you will indeed, <clears throat> My cup you will indeed drink. But to sit at my right and at my left, this is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. It can never hurt us to listen to the Word of God the word that has been written forever and for all, the word that throughout the centuries the church has recognized as inspired by God and for the salvation of men is a word inspired by God, but at the same time written by men of flesh and blood like us, and therefore it needs to be interpreted. It needs to be explained. The written word of God can yield the best, sanctity, but it can also lead to the worst, rejection, and even mistakes. That's why there's so much confusion and error, because many believe that it's enough to have a Bible in their hands for that word to bear fruit. And no, it isn't enough. For it to bear fruit in us, we need a community of people who, throughout the centuries, understand, live, and transmit it. That's the church. That's what the church is for, to receive the word at Jesus' feet to understand it, to live it, and to transmit it. Something in today's glimpses of the gospel brings back the memory of a moment in the life of James, the apostle, whose feast we celebrate today. Of that man who wished to be first, asked to be first, and finally became first, he achieved the first place he desired, not by pulling some strings or taking advantage of his connections, but rather by the way of service that Jesus marked out for him. He was the first of the apostles to receive the gift and the crown of martyrdom. It took a long time for him to understand those words of Jesus that even we may find difficult to comprehend. Can you drink the cup that I will drink? Along with John and Peter, he was one of the privileged apostles chosen to witness fundamental moments in the Lord's life the resurrection of Jairus' daughter, the transfiguration, the prayer and suffering of Jesus in the garden. However, 
He wanted more. He wasn't satisfied with that. Together with his brother and using his mother to get what he wanted, he asked Jesus for more privileges. He asked for a place in his kingdom, not knowing that the kingdom of Jesus was going to be very different from what he thought. It seems that he wasn't content with what he had. I've always found this gospel passage very funny, so to speak. It's amusing to see how, out of a very worldly ambition, Jesus manages to get a yes, and almost unconscious we can, out of two men who didn't know what they were committing themselves to. They say yes out of ambition and desire to be prominent, and end up committing themselves to be slaves, to everyone, in order to become great someday. The other ten even got angry at this attitude, a sign that they were also interested in the positions. I find Jesus' way of working great, the way he manages to bring the best out of the worst, so that it may be clear that the strength doesn't come from us, but from him. It's clear that he needs earthen vessels, so that the treasure may shine, so that it may be visible that the strength comes from him. How many yes and we can have you pronounced in your life, unconsciously or mixed with a little ambition? For my part, several. Even one's vocation can sometimes arise like that. But the beautiful thing is to know that Jesus is purifying, is leading our twisted intentions to a good port. How encouraging it is to know that Jesus can turn someone desirous of recognition, of popularity, of power, and so much more, into a person who's in love with service and love. He can take all of that to turn them into a martyr, someone who gives life without regard for a position. We don't know what we pray for when we pray. That's the way it is, even if we think we know it all. Thank goodness we are a little unaware when seized by love mixed with a good deal of ambition, we say yes to the Lord. We say that we're ready for everything, that we accept everything, that we're capable of loving to the end. If we knew, we wouldn't do it out of fear, out of fragility. Thank goodness, because if we weren't a little unaware, he wouldn't have apostles, servants of all in exchange for nothing, or rather, in exchange for everything. Let's pray for everything, knowing that he will give us everything, everything we need to be holy, generous, and servants. Ask for love, even if a little ambition is mixed in. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.